guys here. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for coming. How you guys been, man? Crazy situations, right? Crazy times. Crazy. You guys are closed, right? We're like, uh, we're closed for how many? How many months? About four months, three months. Three months. Yeah, about three months. Three months, yeah. From uh, from uh, I mean, you just started your you started your gym, KDMMA. Uh, was it like a year ago? About about a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, yeah. October will be two years. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then boom, like boom, we're like baby school, we're just taking our first few steps and we just get locked down. But thank God, uh, we've been very lucky. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of support from all our members and yeah, the community. Yeah, everybody, uh, even even the police station, they've been yeah. super supportive of the school. So yeah, it's been amazing. Guy, guys are coming back. Yeah, everybody's coming back. I saw your pictures. Even Seba came back, huh? Yeah, I am. I'm big He's guy. getting <laughs> bigger and, and more <laughs> muscular every yeah, time I see him. I guess <laughs> this guy doesn't change. He doesn't skip a beat. Actually, I've been training. Everything's been closed. He doesn't age, too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know what it is. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. age. He doesn't What's the secret, Sebak? Just train every day. Train man. every day, huh? Every day. Eat healthy, train. Eat, eat chicken pestos. Yeah, man. You hooked me up with that. The acai, at the acai jungle. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's one of the number one guys over there. I gets it every day. Every time I see him, I. I was their first customer when they first opening the acai. I was their first customer. Man, it's cool, man. Like I, you know, you guys from our from both from Abovian, right? Small town outside of the capital of Armenia, like Yerevan. Yep. My wife's from there, and and then like we're all here, like on the other side of the world, like. My wife's dad was friends with your dad. My and dad was friends. Karen's dad. Yeah. We didn't know about it until yeah. we came here. We met. And oh, uh, we're kind of... It's a long journey, man. Long journey. I know, right? Like, um, uh, we're all from the same city. We uh, we didn't know about it. We never knew each other until we got oh, over really? here. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't know about each other. We met over here and... Uh, where'd you where'd you guys meet at go course no actually we oh, met at the YMCA school. the YMCA, YMCA. YMCA. and Glendale Glendale YMCA I was oh. training and Colin was training there too it's like so where'd That's you come about 20 years ago if not more 20 years ago if not more yeah. more more probably more yeah. and like we've been good friends ever since train oh. and start like your best friends like your oh, yeah. dad you're when you your dad your dad you got used to drive you guys right of like course, every yeah. every day together yeah my dad would take us to training back in the day and Sometimes my dad would take us. Sometimes he would take us. So we, we would we would rather my dad take us than him because he was too much of a fast driver. So, <laughs> but uh, was, uh, things haven't changed, huh? No, not that much. it's it's not easy to find a good friend uh, that's gonna stick by you and support you. So I've, we both. I mean, I would say we've both been very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-way. Yeah, for sure. So it's a two-way street. It can't. It can't be. You. You can't go one way and not come back the other way. It's gotta be. Yeah. Given on both ends. So, uh, we've both been very lucky to have friends like each other that do support each other and do help out each other through the hard times, good times. It's hard to find in these days. For sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it might. It might. Uh, it, it's probably a lot to do with that Abovian upbringing too, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've been. How old are you when you came over here? I was very young. Uh, I was about six years old when I came over. Six years old. Six okay. Years old. I was about 14, 15. 14, 15. Ah, okay. Yeah. I went to school there. I did my start my juro samba in Armenia. So I, I start from Armenia and everything. And then when I came here, 
start with Goku. Like he was telling the story of YMCA. Mm. Karin, I know him from the school. We were like uh, going to school together, same high school. Mm. And he was, he knew I was doing judo and stuff. And I said, YMCA is like, sir, why don't you come Goku or start training? You know, you should start fighting. You know, you have the height, you have the, you know, the look and everything. It's like, it's been like ever since I went there and it's been like journey i've been yeah. training and fighting ever since judo black belts like you were california state champ for how many years i've been doing for long i don't even remember yeah i've been black belt all my life let's say but i think you want like you were telling me something like 10 time state champ and yeah, judo won, or something I won a lot of championships yeah too, yeah i did a lot of judo championships and after that we switched me car and all of the guys start fighting yeah so mma yeah and then we changed to mma how many how many total fights did you do? Uh I have s- my record is 16 and 6. Mm. Yeah, but there's a there's like two fights is not on sure dog, but mm. yeah. Like 2022, yeah. Yeah, 2020. And I have one Ultimate Fighter, a veteran. Ultimate Fighter season 12, yeah. Kashchek versus St. Pierre. It was a great to be there, you know. It was a great yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah. And Karin, yeah, I mean WC beat uh, on his debut the debut beat up a champion. Yeah, he was former a former champion. former champion, you know. Uh Karen was a big underdog and it should have been UFC, right? But the WC was the yeah. was the lightweight kind of uh, area. People yeah. talked him WC. about that fight, but he showed hard, he he shows everything. He came up uh, with striking, beat up the former champion. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not easy to go out there and beat up a former champion first yeah. day of the you know, the big show. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but I hung out with you guys a lot, huh? When I when I first moved here, yeah. training here. and and uh, yeah, sometimes we nope. take you to train. You have a car before that, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would take a ride with you. That's why I, I remember <laughs> you drive. I remember <laughs> you're driving. Yeah, we've known each other a long time too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. I think it was more when I when I moved when here. We being we, here, yeah. when I first moved here, I, I was really close with you guys. I was with you guys almost probably every day. Every you know. Day, yeah. 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 I remember uh, we used to do conditioning together. Uh, we trained all over. I think uh, you first introduced me to this game, board game, back in the day. Uh, just uh, what was the uh, what was the name of the board game? I, this this stuck with me because that the uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. No, not the book. Uh, but there was but a there's, game a game. there's a game. There's a game. Yeah, board yeah, yeah. Game. yeah. You, That's the only uh, game board game I, mean, I have. I you know, I, or I'm not sure. If unless I, it was like a monopoly. I read or something. the book, but I'm pretty sure you had something to do with me reading the book too. Rich Dad yeah, yeah, Poor for Dad. sure. But I remember the game. And we did that together, so that stuck with me. Uh, and I think back then I was 16, 17. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember so, that. Uh, yeah, you were you weren't eighteen yet, so you couldn't uh, fight. So pretty, uh, you couldn't fight uh, MMA yet, like professional. Uh, it, was, it was underground mostly. Right, right. You uh, couldn't fight professionally you couldn't yet. Fight professionally, no. Until that's you were right. You were you were an eighteen so. yet. Crazy. How old do you know? I would like to think I'm still eighteen, but I'm about, <laughs> I'm thirty three. I'll be thirty four. I'm getting you know, old. Getting old. Yes. You still look the same. You, when you were seventeen, you had the the facial hair. Had the, you had the, know, the same the same guy. Thing. I think you have yeah, I said like I swear you have man. You look you look you look better, man. Every time I swear, right? Like more fit, stronger looking. It's crazy, from training, huh? Oh, like and chicken pesto, ch- chicken pesto at the uh, Asai Jungle. That's it. Asai pesto. Asai and the chicken pesto and the breakfast uh, sandwich. That's all I ate, man. That's his Boom. diet. Uh, have you guys been back to Ar- back to Armenia? I haven't been. Unfortunately, no, I haven't. Uh, we are planning on going this year, both this year. of us, uh, but it didn't quite work out. But hopefully soon. I, I really want to go back. And yeah. Just see some of the family and just see where we grew up. Uh, yeah. It's been so long. Been there more than you guys, huh? 
Yeah, you've been there more yeah, than us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always we always go to Abovian and yeah, we end up spending there a lot, a lot of time. What's that? <laughs> in your hood, yeah, like literally in your hood. Go, I went to your school. Yeah, I went to I went yeah the whole that whole blocks we walk I walk, would walk there. Nice, it's crazy, huh? I just like it there. It's nice, man. It's really nice, yeah, like uh, a lot of nature and and just I don't think much has changed, you know, in all the years. Yeah. yeah. What about the kids? They love it there, huh? Yeah, the kids love it, love it, you know, love it. They have uh, some like uh, cousins there, you know, mm. so like ki kids, you know, so it's it's really Perfect nice. Okay. Yeah. They can play so in the streets. Outside, like yeah, they can play in the streets. We don't have to worry about you know anybody. Everybody's in everybody's business, right? In the, cool in the buildings. Our kids in Armenia, they they're really parents are really comfortable because kids could stay up late at night out, yeah. and nobody has to worry about it. Yeah, being gets dark, right? So right. Even tough. in Yerevan, like I felt it was uh, even downtown. Like I felt like really safe, safe, you know. Safe. Yeah. For the most part, it's a very safe country. I mean, uh, there's crime crime like that doesn't happen that much i mean i haven't been there but i mean from what i hear I mean, it's, it's a very safe country you could be out at night you won't have to worry about getting what's what's going on with the coronavirus over there i, I talked to too many friends i talked a couple of my friends but like it, is it say. i mean the uh pushing right he, he yeah. his family got it but is anybody he's fine he's fine yeah a couple of those and he's okay I think it's more but everything's still on lockdown over there everything's right still in lockdown but i don't know numbers as far as if there's deaths really yeah uh, uh accurate or whatever right if how accurate it yeah, is you don't know it's, it's end of the other world so yeah but just like we were talking when we came in like uh the main thing is like the health right and us opening up our doors again like for the community right to be healthy of course uh going crazy this three months whoever stay home they're depressed you watch the news right you watch the news like you see people depressed they want to get out they want to go train they want to do their things you know the gyms are closed they're not gonna do anything but uh like if you see like we start opening right people yeah. like they're like bro we have to train we can't we can't go without training because they really need it you know the body need you want to stay healthy you want to train yeah. you want to just move forward you know you want this all this be over so you can back to your normal life but I don't know, man. What, what is this? What has been this been through? You know, but I hope everything works out good. Yeah, know? we can keep doing things that are healthy for us, right? Of course, it's train people wants to get out, man. It's it's wrong to stay home, and it's the no one wants to stay home. They want to get out. They want to train. They want to just go with the nature, you know, whatever. Yeah, when you uh, when you opened up your gym, like you know, because both you guys are good guys, like you know, like I said, I spent a lot of time with you guys. Like what's your what's your when you teach when you teach like we're talking about health, living healthy and everything, what are some of the things that you you think about as you know having the gym? Um, of mean, course, like we're we're into fighting, right, and having people fight. But do you think it's more than that? Uh, is that what you? Of course. Uh, I mean, uh, I I I never really considered myself a fighter. Fighter. I always uh, saw myself as a martial artist. Nowadays, uh, I mean, it's it's really like I feel like a good chunk of the people. F I mean. They forget about martial arts and mm. think there's a different honor in being a martial artist, the way you carry yourself, the way you act. Uh, fighting is great, but I think if you're a great martial artist, uh, just the mentality that they have, because mm. I come from a karate background, judo oh. background, oh. jiu-jitsu background, so we went through those levels where getting a black belt was was one of the best things ever, you know, So, and I've been fortunate enough to get a couple black belts. I, a black belt in karate, black belt in taekwondo, black belt in judo, black belt in jiu-jitsu. 
So it's, uh, I feel like anybody that actually goes to the martial arts, it changes them for the rest of their life where mm. uh, most, you don't find too many judo black belts or jiu-jitsu black belts that aren't level-headed. Mm. You know, most of the time you find, I haven't, I, have, I personally haven't come across any black belts that are complete knuckleheads. You know, they've all been level-headed, good people, you know, good hearts, good morals. So I think martial arts, what I try to teach my guys is through martial arts, you can not only change other people's life, but you could definitely change your life too. So when you do live a cleaner life, healthier life, you know, uh, uh, I mean, martial arts for me has kept me away from a lot of bad things where it's actually kept me in a nice path where I've always been, you know, tunnel vision. I haven't focused been into drugs or been into anything, you know, it's, it's helped me stay on that right path. So I think it's a great thing. Um, and it's not just about, you know, it's not about fighting. It's not about being able to defend yourself. It's just a lifestyle behind it. If you're a martial artist, you know, uh, the way you position your life is a little bit different. You carry yourself different, you know, so yeah. Um, I, I try to I try to teach all my guys just the respect behind it. You know, I want all my guys to be respectful if they're gonna come to my school. Mm. Doesn't matter if they're gonna go to a different school. Mm. That respect is the number one thing. You know, you gotta respect elders. You gotta respect. You know, that's why there was ranks. There's ranks in martial arts. There's there's a blue belt. There's a purple belt. There's a brown belt. Mm. And uh, uh, nowadays, I feel like people are losing that. You know, the, they don't have those values. I feel like respect is kind of being lost. A lot of problems we have nowadays is because of that. Uh, so I think it's martial arts does help that a lot. You know, makes it makes you humble too, right? Of course, yeah. Because yeah. everybody wins, everybody loses, time, right? Yeah. And when you face that, right, there's no you other choice. To, you have to, man. Like you said, it changed a lot of people's lives. Like a lot of people has been on different paths, but martial arts make them go straight line, you know? You go train, you come home, you stay, you live a healthy life. Yeah. You know, it helps you out a lot, a lot of people. You know, you share with me your your dad. You know, because you told me like your your dad used to take take you guys to as as kids, right? To to training every single day. Yeah. And so, like, your dad's not around anymore. Um, you know, like, uh, what like he like he he pa he passed from uh. From I mean, I I've I've been very lucky. Uh, I've I've had a very strong family, meaning like from a young age, uh, a lot of things were instilled in me that I still carry till today and I'll carry it on for the rest of my life. Uh, so I was about 19 when my dad passed away. But uh, my dad, my dad was a very strict, but, you know, caring, loving dad, you know, he'd always, he knows very well. I mean, you've, you've, I think you've saw my dad too, right? Uh, so it wasn't about just martial arts, just life in general, school, training, you know, that's, that's all, that's all I knew growing, growing up. Uh, and, he always made sure that I, I stuck to it, whether it was school or martial arts, and I gave 100%. Sometimes uh, giving 100% isn't enough either, but doesn't mean you fall off. So it was good to have someone that actually directed you. And I've been very lucky, you know, that my dad was put me on this path. Mm -hmm. And and my and growing up, my dad always had that vision that, you know, uh, you're not always going to fight. Uh, and fighting is great, but it's it's such a small window. And there's life after fighting, so. And he always had that vision of me going on and teaching and having my own academy. And 
luckily, uh, about two years ago, I finally made, I mean, I got my guts together and I finally made the move and I opened up KDMA. And it's, it's a blessing, honestly, helping, helping other people while you're helping yourself at the same time is the best feeling ever. Uh, uh, to see, I mean, especially this last three, four months, uh, having just everything taken away from you. Yeah. And that was, that was the most insane thing. I never would have ever thought something like this would have happened. Uh, where you work your, you work Make, your makes you off. makes you appreciate it, right? Of course, just uh, like I mean, just going up and seeing seeing each other and like you know just choking each other, but just giving each other a hug too, right? No, no, no. It's crazy, right? You're like, oh, it's, man, it's, what's it's, up? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, it's like you work your butt off for right. years. I mean, right. I've, I've I've been teaching since a decades, I was 20. right? Yeah, but decades, teaching since decades, I was training and all yeah. the, that goes into it. So yeah, it's a life, your whole life, training right? your, your whole life. Like you've you've been in martial arts how long, Alberta? You you um, world champion multiple yeah. times. You've you've done it your whole life, and so doing all of this, teaching for ten years, and finally opening opening yeah. up the academy, and sl- slowly things were getting better. Everything was falling into place. Yeah, less stress. At first, you're always stressed. You don't know what to do, but it's less stress and. Then boom, out of nowhere, there's lockdown where everybody's scared out of their minds. No one yeah. knows what's going on. Media's ev- media's out every day saying that forty thousand people are sick, uh, three thousand people recovered. Death, death, death. Yeah, three thousand people gonna recovered. Die. Thousand already dead. You know, yeah. So three thousand people are recovered, up. and then five hundred people died. But they never come up and say, okay, three thousand people recovered, five hundred people died. Yeah, exactly. But the other twenty-seven thousand people didn't just mysteriously disappear. They didn't get a double. I mean, where are they? They they recovered too, they recovered, obviously. Yeah. So, media did a good job at scaring people and feeding all of this. I yeah. mean, and I mean, we're not energy. one of us are irresponsible. I mean, right. I mean, I think we all care about human life. Of I course. mean, I live with my grandma and my mom. Yeah, my grandma's a heart. I mean, she's a she's had heart surgery. She's, yeah, she's elderly. She's, yeah, as it is, she doesn't have good health. I would never risk. My grandma, right. if I really, if I, if I was seeing people falling over right. and dying, I would never have said, let's go back to training. But after a while, when you saw what was going the on. The numbers and the, the reality. And seeing countries. We know a lot of people, right? And all the medical professionals yeah. that we know. Yeah, I mean, after after seeing countries that didn't lock down and how their numbers were. Mm. You know, uh, I, I, I think I think when you when you take hope away from anybody, uh, let's say at my young age, I'm 33 years old, taking my livelihood away, taking everything that I know away and having me sit at home, that makes you hopeless. That makes you stressed. Uh, you're lost. And imagine, uh, you have Lic- to get liquor stores are still open, essential. They're essential. <laughs> Marijuana stores are essential. Liquor <laughs> yeah. stores are essential. Home but Depot was packed to the teeth. You, you, know, you gotta start doing kiddie MMA at Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. I was about to, I was about to change it. I was thinking about doing something like that. So, but, uh, getting the liquor license. Yeah, so it's like, it's like it's a recipe for people to die because yeah. as it is, be unhealthy and get as, sick. Yeah, right? aside from get that, sick. aside from getting sick, it's just uh, what kills people the most. I would say stress does. When you have someone locked up in a house and sure. they have uh, no means of making money to support their family, you take everything away from them, and you tell them to sit at home. Stay away from your mom, dad, whatever. Sit at home, and this is the best way to go. After a while, this guy, whoever this person is, they're not going to be able to take this that well. Yeah. That, I mean, it's going to take a toll on you. So either you're going to die from a heart attack. And, I mean, if you even get the virus, if you get the virus, 
knowing that it's the end of the world, let's say this virus has shut down the whole world and now you've somehow contracted this virus, obviously you're not your chances of fighting this virus have just gone to I mean to nothing. Because I mean there's no more hope to this. Because all they do every day is they come out and they say, Oh, this virus has killed this many people, this many people. Yeah. And I don't know. None of this. None of this really added Much up. Negative. No positive. Yeah, it's, it's it's all negative. Yeah. Negative, nobody's talking negative. about what to do. Yeah. What, what to do on about your immune system to boost it, to get it stronger, right? So if you're you gonna, actually do get something, get you're gonna give somebody. You're gonna die. Like they scare you. Like what the hell? You know. Yeah. You know. It's, it's, it's BS. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm a strong believer in. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't think anybody should live in fear. Yeah. And that's what we teach. We teach people to be create. Have courage yeah. and and. Yeah. Be brave, right? And go for it. Of course. I mean, if you're living in fear, what's the point of living? You know, that's like a dead Life short, it's right? Life short, yeah. Right? We'd never know. Like uh, This year passed and we haven't done anything, right? It's like almost a year, half half year. Like, there is, you want to go out with your families. They're yeah. closed down. You want to go on like, vacation. It's closed down. All the, all the Armenians are out and about. Yeah, uh, well, having dinner, they're the ones that are out. They're the only ones out having lunch and dinner and enjoying life. And I would say most of the Armenians were very... They were, you know, they were doing the thing aside from going out to yeah. restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Everybody was, I was. We didn't know, I mean, right? I haven't. We didn't aside know. Aside from business life, I haven't really locked down. I've, I've, I've still seen most of my friends and yeah. we've interact. It's, uh, we've, I've let life go on as much as I can. I mm. couldn't, I can't, I can't keep myself sane if I'm locked away in my house. The other day, I was, at, I was at a store and uh, there's a couple of people talking, and this lady was telling another lady how she hasn't seen her mom. She's only seen her mom once during this quarantine time, mm. and and the fear that they have, they actually they they think that's the right way to go about this, but they don't realize that that poor lady at home right now, alone, she's probably dying much quicker of loneliness and depression, depression. than this virus. Did I did her. I tell you about my dad? Yeah, you t I, I read your yeah. story. I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. I said I, I saw that you said your dad actually fought for the country for us to have these rights and have it taken away like this. Oh, yeah, because I made a little post. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, saying, yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to stay out of anything, but, yeah, you know, he, he got it supposedly three times, right? And he's super, like, weak, you know? And uh, everybody has a different reaction, but it doesn't warrant. Eh? He said to, yeah, it's like, it's crazy, the, the freedoms. And, I mean, it's like, it could be, it could be, it's to I control, mean, right? It's to control and... Great. I mean, the fe like you said, like fear is bad for me too. That's what I think. Like fear is bad, Same. and to live in fear and to make decisions because of fear is not is not living, right? It's not living. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it would be different if we were seeing people fall and die right and left. I mean, I'm sure the virus is there, but if you if you go back, let's say in a couple of years, you go back a couple of years and you every day you advertise how many people die from the flu. People were gonna be same Dying way freaked from out. Smoking, yeah, you different know? kind of like sickness. That was just how the media, I, I think I, we, we saw, I think you posted this too, about the media, how much they talked about, let's say, Ebola, this, and COVID was upwards of a billion times. No, it's a campaign, right? It's a campaign yeah. to create fear Same, and, so. and uh, fear on people. control people, yeah. Control people. Stay home, don't get out. Like I said, I stay home, like it started in March, right? Right. Like one, two, three days, I was like, I can't do like this, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not going to live like this. I got out, start going to train and get out of the house because you can't. How many how, how many days you can stay at home without going out or doing anything, you know? You can't. Not without, you know, You're having side effects, home. yeah, going being unhealthy, right? Of course. Yeah. When you guys were younger, when you guys were younger, when you were younger, when you were younger, 
what was your mindset for training and what were your what were your goals what did what did you always dream of because uh, now well because now because now like we're in different you you know you have you have you have uh two 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 kids two kids yeah uh Uh, like, oh, yeah, like I have yeah, a girl and a boy. Girl and a boy, yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Thank you, Little mini silverbacks. I'm telling you, bro. My son, he's like natural. He's three years old. Three years old. Bro, that guy knows how to choke from rear naked choke. He knows that already. He's like, he's, he's, he has all the potential. I've seen him three years old. When I started, I was five years old. Mm. And I started my judo. I was my first uh, tournament was I was six and seven years old. I won first place. Mm. Like I, I fought like five guys. It was a lot of kids. When you were five years old? Five years old. Wow. The judo tournaments in Armenia. Abovian? Abovian. Damn. Yeah. Kindergarten, huh? They're scrapping. I start yeah, when I was going kindergarten. Start yeah. young. <laughs> yeah, we all start young. It's Armenia. It's like you know, it's a, you're gonna be a boxer, mm. a wrestler, or a judo. You know, like it's a. Uh, I think in a lot of the Soviet countries, uh, especially after all all the movies back then, back everybody it was every parent wanted their child to be martial artist, so it's very popular with judo, karate, wrestling. Uh, for like for like they have such good wrestling, right? And like combat combat athletes. I mean, like the wrestlers, yeah. world champions. Yeah, for the like Greco Roman, like the, the best. Yeah, I think yeah. we have we have quite a bit wrestling and uh, weightlifting. What do you think? What do you think that is? I think it's just uh, because of all the history we have. Mm. Uh, we've uh, we're a small little Christian country. Um, I mean, if you go back in time, how much how much we've been attacked, and it's like we're always on the on the fighting end. We're always fighting to survive. So I think I think every Armenian that grows up has this mentality that you have to. Always fight, you know, never give fight, up. You know, so and always fight and never give up. So it was, it was pretty much the doorway to Europe. Armenia was back in the day. Whether the Crusades went through Armenia or the Turkish Ottoman Empire that went through Armenia, so Armenia has always been on a receiving war end. You know, so it's been the mentality of the Armenian people is fight or die. You know, so I think that's helped a lot. And that's that's always being passed down from generation to generation. It's like that's why. I mean, uh, I think some people get offended by that that uh, Armenians are so hardcore Armenian, but mm. I mean, we don't know anything else better than that. You know, we we want to keep our identity because we've been attacked so much throughout history. Genocide. Genocide, and even till today, I mean, we're still uh, the country is still not safe. Even though we, we grew up over here, uh, I mean. I'm I'm Armenian, but I'm 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 an American Armenian, you know, like uh, so this uh, this this Never is my country, your roots. But my roots are still my roots, you know. So, I think that whole the whole like the Caucasus, you know. like the, that area, I think are like the toughest people, you know, like uh, like I've some mountains, people, yeah. yeah like when I went to I went to you know I did I went like all around Armenia. And I went to Harabakh, you know, the yeah. the uh, you know the the contested area, right? And man, I went to the area where they they were living in the caves, you know, right? The there's like an area and the, the, the and they built. Sushi. What's that? It's 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so they had they were living in the caves till the seventies. They built them like these, you know, communist buildings to you know apartment buildings, and they they rather stay in those 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 uh, those caves, you know, than than. Um, than actually going to an apartment, you know, <laughs> and like late, you know, women having babies and they just like climbing on, on ropes and stuff up and down the caves, you know. That's how it became strong. That's how they became fighting. You know, right? So it's, 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 it's like mountain people. That, yeah. What's that? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I went in there and like made their own vodka and like uh, <laughs> shoes and whatever, you know, and just tough people, right? In the mountains. Yeah. You have to be tough to, you know, to be able to hang in those those places, you know. Of course. Yeah, and then for sure the history, I think, you know. I always yeah, think yeah. about it though, because there's like, man, there's a lot of good fighters, man, from those, you know, Armenia, but just all those Caucasus, yeah, right? Yeah, from fight, like fighting Dagestan, and Dagestan and Georgia too, right? Touching, yeah, that that yeah. whole Caucasus area is really, I mean, it's 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 been always in the pathway of, just it's imagine it's whether it's still back in the day from Genghis Khan or whatever, yeah. it's always been in the center. Crossroads, yeah. Uh, so it's all, I mean. The, the people of that I'm not saying they're the toughest people, but they've been through a lot. So through generations, they never stop I mean, fighting. They just toughen up and toughen up. So, so like going back to like when you were a kid, what did you like dream about? Like what did you think about? You know, like teenage teenage years. You know, what were like some goals of yours? You know, uh, yeah, growing up, I uh, especially when I was in, involved in martial arts, actually competing, competing. Right, right. I always had that dream of that I would make it and become a. UFC champion and be very successful fighting. That was actually so. That was always the goal to, to uh, go to. Well, I mean, I I, I always I always had because you were pretty well rounded. You did karate, you did uh, well, scrappling, striking. The thing was, uh, I always had an even balance, uh, meaning uh, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Mm. Uh, I try to stay in school for the most part, as much as I can. I mean, uh, as much as I did until my dad passed away, then I had to drop out to support the family a little bit, but. Uh, it always, it was always, I always had that in the back of my head that I would make it in fighting, and and it's a tough sport to try to make it in. It's not easy uh, because it's like your sunflower seed; they chew you up and they spit you out when they don't need you. So, and uh, it was kind of a rude awakening when when things didn't happen the way I wanted to happen. But uh, even if I you win your fights, right, the stars have to be aligned yeah, it's like, for you uh, to really make it. You know. Yeah. You, uh, Guys can be even UFC champs or whatever, and if they don't have the right contracts or the right uh, align, that you're not aligned, you know, like yeah, you're not gonna. Because as soon as you lose, right, you're yeah, you're yeah, nobody. So it's it's uh, it's a great thing to do and to have that mentality that I'm gonna do it, do it. But it's always good to have a plan B, just in case if shit does hit the mm. fan and you can't do what you're gonna do, you don't end up falling off for good. So I was lucky that I did get into teaching. So. Fighting, I, I decided not to fight anymore. Mm. Teaching was there, so, and I still haven't reti- I haven't retired. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I still actively train with my students, and and you can ask them. I mean, even though I outweigh some of them, I love it, but I'm still I still have it. So it's <laughs> I still want to compete. But I don't know he always asks me. He always asks me how much I weigh. I don't ask uh, you how much uh, you weigh. He's gonna lie. I don't know about MMA, but uh, I really, uh, I kind of regret not being as active as I should have been in jiu-jitsu, and yeah. I, I want to get back. Yeah, you did, uh, you did, um, um, uh, Eddie Bravo, the, the... I, I did, but I, I want I want to get into sport jiu-jitsu more, yeah. so I think I want to I put a goal in. 
and win a EBI. World, I want to win an IBJJF Worlds or mm. go to Abu Dhabi. Something like that. So by the time I'm 40, so I was looking at, uh, I talked to Cabrina, uh, so, and then he told me one time, I think he was 40 when he won the Abu Dhabi ADCC. Mm. So I want to make that a goal and try to win ADCC. I want to get back. I think I think competing makes me feel alive. So it's not a, it's not even about winning anything. It's just about being active and showing that you can still do it. You know, yeah. be a good example for all my students. So for sure, lead by example, right? Nope. You went against Gary Tonin, right? Gary Tonin. No, I didn't. I didn't win. Against oh, Gary. no, no, no. But you oh, went no. against him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember that uh, we, that because you won your first you won your first match, and then then you had the thing. Because uh, a lot of people don't know like your leg locking skills. You know, like I've never seen anybody leg lock you. you. Watch the match, right? Yeah, of course. If I was like, excited. Gary was, Tonin's really good leg lock. Yeah, he taps already. He was tapping yeah, already. Karin gave his leg like he was working on. It, he couldn't working on. It, he couldn't get a Karin's leg. Karin's leg is like uh, still like no, I'm telling you, I haven't seen anybody. Get a lot of Garner's legs. It's like uh, no, I, I know, I know. Like nobody can like right, tap right. in the leg legs. Right. There's for no sure. way. Yeah, I've never seen it. You know? uh, like Eddie Bravo, yeah. Eddie Bravo asks you for, for you know, for you know, you know, try, tries to learn. Even I don't know Cobrian. I've, I've never been around Cobrian, but probably. No, I mean, we've always cross trained train through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether to Eddie, I mean, he's helped me. I've I've tried to help him. And yeah. So, uh, I've trained a couple times with Cabrina. Hmm. Uh but um. I wish my legs were as flexible as they were back then when I went up against Gary Tonin. But the older you get, the the more stiff everything gets. So, but yeah, uh, I want to I want to get back in there and during what well, quarantine during quarantine I I I told myself I'm gonna lose some weight. I think I was about two ten. I think mm. that was the heaviest I've ever been, and I lost about twenty five pounds and I'm under one ninety now. I want to get down to one seventy. How much did you get? Come up, go up to. Two times. <laughs> Damn. Kept so crying, can put on the weight, you know. Two times. So the sabak doesn't change except he gets, he gets his, his waist gets thinner uh, and the muscles uh, get bigger. I don't know what know? he does. Uh, yeah, that's Same. how I am. But he pesto has work chickens. Ethic, like, uh, pesto chicken chicken pesto chickens like, and, the, and the breakfast sandwich. Uh, so so Sev, Sev has a key to the gym, obviously. So, so And I see in the camera, Sev's always there in the morning. I, I love you guys, man. I love yeah. you guys. Like the love you have for each other. And this guy always, you know, you can... Backs you up a thousand percent, you know. Even you guys, like when the so when the riots were happening, we're in contact, right, yeah, you know, I'm vice versa, right? If anything goes course, down, no, like we know we can rely on each other. Each other no. Hey, you good? Okay, cool, you know. But I know you guys can. Something goes down, you'll I'm be here. Just, I'm just <laughs> not 100%. Right, right. right. Dude, I think we gotta support each other. But yeah. a little cool story. So, uh, so about two years ago. More, maybe two and a half years mm. ago. It's like I, I was looking for a school because I thought, you know, I kept I kept working, working, and I'm like, I gotta do something for myself, you know, gotta sure. build something for myself yeah. so I could build my, you know. So after a while, uh, I kept looking. I had a hard time finding a place because first of all, rent is out to the roof, and you can't find the exact size place. So and somehow I found a spot, and uh, after about. Two weeks of thinking about it, this, and somehow I made a decision. I'm like, I'm going to sign the lease. I'm going to get this. So we went in. It was me and Sev. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do. Uh, so we went it's, in. It's, it's like you have to tear down everything, uh, and then we have to, from the scratch, you know, uh, it's a school. You know, you have to build a brand new school with everything. Everything has to be new. Everything has to tear down. Yeah. Yeah, I just went there. What are we going to do? Okay. Start, like, let's take this out, like this out, and one by one, and start and then what happened a day before that we get the key i broke my arm 
Oh, I remember that. I broke yeah. my arm. I was like, not right now. I swear, I broke my arm. And I had my cast down. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym. I grabbed the hammer. I was like, Keep what we do? What we do? I swear, but we just start getting the hammers and start tearing down it's, everything. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a... <laughs> I've, I've, you we, we, you we have you r- ripped that off with your hands, huh? Yeah. You do it <laughs> so with the cast, so the like, cast the yeah. demolition with pretty your much, cast. Pretty much. So it's like we got the keys. Uh, it was back and forth with the landlord. We, uh, some once we got the keys, uh, two days before, Seb decides to break his hand somehow. So <laughs> we walk in. I'm like, shit, how are we gonna do all this? I walked in and then uh, Seb grabbed the sledgehammer. We just started tearing down the place mm. and. We're not construction people. I mean, obviously, we had people help us, but uh, but I think a good fifty percent of the job we did, you know, with our bare hands, like we built that place. So it was like uh, going back to what I was saying about Seth. Like he's he's really been on my back from the get go, and one of my main supporters. So even pushing you to do it, huh? Yeah, yeah, to pull the trigger, man. That's how it is, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I I feel like feel like. you know you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta give back you know everybody's got to give back you don't give back there's no point in whatever you're doing you know uh you get grat- everybody gets gratitude after helping somebody you know so i think it's the best way and i've been lucky that he's been on my back and, and our coach Gokur too he's been there you know helping us yeah, sensei Gokur. everybody's been super supportive i went, I went for a grand opening <laughs> yeah you're there yeah, you been there, there a few times you yeah. did yeah. And, uh, you did you know you did of course yeah uh, everybody's been super supportive, dude. Even through this craziness, like yeah. from the parents, yeah, to my students, yeah. you know, they've, they've we, d- we didn't know how it was gonna go, right? Yeah, we, are I, a we still don't know what's going right, happen, right, right. Everybody's been so, on, so much uncertainty, right? They make a new rule tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think they've laid the foundation down now, and I think any minute they could come up and say, "We're done," you know, we got locked down again. Uh, we don't need policing, and everybody could get out and do whatever they want. So nobody knows where this is going. It's kind of uh, kind of crazy. We'll time be on that. We'll be out. We'll have our group our group texts yeah. with each other. I hope. So I hope <laughs> it never gets <laughs> to that. You know, right. But, I don't uh, either. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. It's right, crazy. So it's crazy. Just watching Seattle right now, how they've pretty much Chaz. shut everything down. Yeah, that's insane. And then I don't know. I think uh, I think people are missing the point. Uh, kind of gone way too far and people should really get back home mm. and realize where the problems are and try to fix it from within rather than rather than making more divide whether it's through policing i mean don't get me wrong there should be reform there should be they should train they should all around. train right they should all they train, should all a train. Li- as a lifestyle and yeah. i mean because a lot of a lot of police officers they don't train right they don't train i mean they don't train the, that's that's part of the i would say speaking of making you humble and not that they're you know, but it just makes you a better person, right? And it allows you to negotiate better, to be better. It's a tough job, honestly. Yeah, it's, for sure. it's, it's a hard job for them to do, uh, especially when you have a good chunk of the community that doesn't like you. And they're always ready to jump at you, you know, on the slightest wrong move you do. You don't like getting tickets? I mean, I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm, a strong, I'm, I'm a strong supporter yeah, yeah, of PD. Sure. Like, I've been very, I've been sure. very vocal about it. I, I support PD. Like, I have, sure. I have all police officer Same friends. Here. And uh, I, I mean, uh, they've they've they do a good job. I mean, obviously there's gonna be some knuckleheads in there that do stupid stuff, but well, you all can't. All of them bad, you know. You can't yeah, you just can't. blame everybody. Just one guy's mistake. You can't blame anybody, you know. 
there's a lot of guys that come to train with us they're great guys like i said like friend of ours like all this happened like they said oh they're gonna come running in glendale you know or right whatever. we didn't know right we didn't like, know like me call car we talk to them listen if you guys need help you know we're yeah. there for you guys yeah. anything we will help you guys they did a good job like no, they, 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 i mean they i mean they do a good job obviously there's always going to be problems it's not easy to police anything you know, you got to keep law and order i mean if you don't but that burbank I, pd I, did a really good job too yeah, here i mean i personally don't want my my family my nephews my mom living in a society where there's no policing and there's all craziness happening. I mean, I could somehow, I could probably somehow survive, but I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to live in fear of me trying to harm anybody or somebody harm me. Nobody wants to live watch like that. The, I was, you know, I, t I was telling you like a couple times, like watching the, I was at the dentist and the news was on for like an hour. And then I went, I had to go again, I think yesterday. And then they were talking about the 911 calls and how long it took for the person to get there. And it was like 30 minutes or something. And yeah. it's like, well, that's what that's you know, that's what you that's what you're gonna Dress get, for, right? right? Yeah, so, and, so, right I, and they're I, talking about having a task force like of non, you know, and I mean, I did, but I then did. they want to say the police, like, yeah, well, I'm open to that, sure, you know, but but you know, don't defund the police because they're already course, short staffed, right? Short staffed. Who are you gonna call? The thing police. is, yeah, the, the thing is, uh, I think uh, policing should stay for sure, should stay, yeah, but there should be somewhat reform and. Because you do have mental health issues. And of course, you know. There's people that are actually sick. Yeah, like my and dad going to Vietnam, and he still suffers from the PTSD, you know. Yeah, there's, there's actually sick people that, 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 yeah. that might, yeah, course, they yeah. might get aggressive, and they might... Stress, know, stress, stress. You see stress. bad things happening, you know, like... It's like a flashback again. Yeah, for sure. You get on edge, and... Pfft. I mean, it's just, uh, there's, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen firsthand people lose their mind, and... Uh, it's it's hard to control them. They could they could do reckless things, and sometimes when PD shows up, uh, especially when they're not fully trained, right. and someone runs at them with a knife, they're they have nothing better. To, I mean, they can't do anything else but yeah, shoot them. For sure. But I mean, that person being shot doesn't deserve to be, die. You know, they yeah, don't for sure. because sure. they have mental health issues. For sure. Uh, for sure. There should be a different way to approach these guys. And so in that aspect, I, I think there should be some way. I, I just saw that they're going to make it illegal to do any kind of chokeholds, right? But maybe it's, that's, Look, I mean, I mean it, we if choke, you, if we you, choke people every day, but you have if the, you if you have, going, if you know what you're doing, you could, the, it's the yeah, best option, you, right? That's you know the best option. Doing, that's fine. You, you don't know, have to hurt somebody, yeah, give course, somebody brain damage or I kill think, them, right? I think that's, that's wrong to do because in it's order to training, right? It's the, the getting a specialized knowledge and sharing that with them. Basic training, that's. I mean, I mean, uh, the, the officers that I, I know, I mean, they're all trained. They, they're all legit grapplers. I mean, they yeah. know how to grapple. They, they, they know how to control somebody. I mean, uh, these guys are at athletic guys that know how to grapple. I mean, there should be more officers like them that actually do put in time like the way they do, and they learn learn jujitsu because. They can control the situation, you know, if they go something happens, they yeah. already know what to do. They know how to approach you. They know how to control course, you. You yeah. know, even if you take you down, they know how to pin you down. And talk about the, the stress, not, not the stre recovery from stress, right? And, uh, you know, like there's, right? It's talking about stress, like training and doing jujitsu for us, right? And for everybody, man, talk about decompression and, and recovering, yeah. right? From the, from, from things, you know, so. That's uh, a that's a whole other thing, right? Of 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 training that you get. Of course, I mean, um, I mean, uh, there was a guy who was like, uh, if you you've never trained jujitsu, and you have someone put their hands on you, you're not gonna know what to do, and you're gonna freak out, this and that. But 
imagine we're on the mat every day hugging yeah and hugging and hugging each other so we're so comfortable people touching us and controlling yeah. us it's just like a second nature for us to yeah. defend ourselves if we need to yeah so i think i think all of pds should somehow put in jiu-jitsu training yeah. for them have it be like mandatory, yeah, in a mandatory way, right? as a blue yeah. belt or even a purple belt yeah for them to i think it'll help their help them be safe for sure same time i think but at the same time the the people should uh, I, I don't know i uh, i don't want to take too much heat because i i uh, when i'm when i'm vocal about stuff I, I get too much heat on my end so i think everybody should in a way check themselves whether it's policing or the people on the other end receiving everybody should check themselves uh you know be responsible you know be accountable right for whatever thing. you do, do you know, right do the thing. right thing you know but so if you're if you're in a good place or you know you're not too stressed out like you need to make the right decisions right and not do anything yeah. irrational that's not no, no, of course so i think all of it's combined right yeah, education, education on all fronts, right? Too, and have some therapy too. It's all connected for things, which jiu-jitsu can be, or grappling can be, right? And of course, martial arts no. training can be, or is not. It can be. It is. So, yeah, so, I wanted to ask Sabak, like, when you were younger, like, what your what your goals and dreams were for in martial arts. Uh, when I started with Jiro, when I was five years old, you know, like uh, I was started at a very young age. I was trying to like go forward, like go Olympics in mm. Jiro. I was in Armenia. I, I, I was a champion too, you know. I mm. went all the way until I was 14 when I came here. Mm. 14, 15. And I started with Gokor, you know. I started mm. training with Gokor, Team Hayastan. Mm. And just we should start, you know, try again. Like I was trying to, as much as I can go forward, go to Olympics. Again, I won a state championship. It's a rank. You go up and up until yeah. you, you qualify, you know. So at that time, I wasn't a citizen, you know. So I couldn't qualify. If I, even, if I qualify, I couldn't even go uh, to the Olympics. Okay. You know what I mean? I see. So at that time, I see like Carl was fighting, yeah, Roman, yeah, and you know, the, all of those you know, guys were fighting. Even when I came, Karin fought. Was well, he fought in the backyard? The the, the underground, the underground yeah, fight. Yeah. And like when I was training with Goku, I was like, I really want to do this, you know. And Goku put me, you know, start. So you were pretty young, yeah. I was pretty yeah, young, yeah. yeah like that thought was the goal. I, always. I've always been in sports. I'm really good with everything, you know. When I Try to do play any sports. Even I play really good soccer. Mm. I play really good basketball. Like I'm really good athlete. You know, even I'm a good swimmer too. Like I, if I see, I adapt right away, and I can do it because I have an athletic body and I'm a tall. You know, like I ca I know how to use my body. You know what to do. Yeah. So you know, like I said, from there I was like, I really want to fight. I want to be. You know, you know, I, I learned a lot from. Um, think yeah, your Kimura position. You know. His Kimura position, I don't know why, but I just it always stuck with me, like the way you control the Kimura and the Kimura has been like and you, the way you you kind of you give up almost position, but you have the Kimura control, so the, you you end up they think they're gonna take it back or something, and then you hit it, you know. <laughs> that's that's my specialty, like Kimura and dart. Yeah, yeah. Those two things, like uh, if I'm not gonna do armbar or leg leg, that's one of those this uh, those two things I'll get you for sure. This is one of my favorite. I'll give a position, but I'll get the Kimura turn you down, and I'll, I'll open the arm, and the darts too. I really love that those two moves. I can do this like all day. Probably I'm not gonna do good arm bar or anything, but yeah, Kimuras and, and Kimura the Kimuras, you know, and uh, like and Karin with the leg locks. I always thought of his like leg locks, you know. Karin's leg lock is is out of this world. You can't nobody can leg lock him, but you nobody know. can leg lock. He'll give you his leg. Basically. He doesn't have uh, he doesn't have the the ligaments or there's yeah, no ligaments, nothing. you know. Not anymore. Gokor's Gokor, our coach Gokor uh, has the same leg. 
Oh, yeah. Harness the GoPro's legs are the same. He'll give you. you can't like, leg lock him. Lucille looking at your eyes. You cannot. Not open even Gary. His legs. Gary Toner couldn't do it, huh? Gary Toner was like playing, going left, going and right, he, going left. Garden was sitting right, looking at him. Not today. Not a leg lock. You know. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite What's your favorite moment, Karin? When you think Let me think about your career. It's not over yet, right? As far as but the pro the fighting is, you know, but. Just overall, in all the sports and the fighting and everything, when you look back at all the years, um, probably my favorite moment was just how everything worked out, and the day I opened my own place. You're in gym, okay. So first fighting favorite moment was probably the day I beat Razor Rob or McCullough. Yeah. Uh, so that was a special moment. But I think I think the most your favorite is when you actually get. Put it into practice. I always felt like that for yeah, you so because the way you are, like your personality, mm -hmm. is just kind of giving back to the community and stuff. I always felt like that. Carl yeah, is so really good at teaching. Yeah, like with the kids, he's really good with teaching me. I don't, I don't have a patient to like teach the kids, but you see, yeah, you're the caveman. The cave, yeah, the caveman. Just say that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with the like. Go, uh, go, go, go get him. Go train with them. Like, adult class, no problem. I'll, yeah, you yeah. know, I'll go with them. But yeah, with yeah. kids, yeah. I don't have patience. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I try to teach them. Like you know, they're kids. You know, but I expect them to do the same like I'm doing. You yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. you can. They're kids. That takes they're, a special, yeah. special personality. S and special and personality. I always felt like that with Karen him. Just has, has a mellow personality no, for with sure, the for kids. Sure, you know. Sure. He explains. I always felt that, that with him. I've known for, so yeah, for like a long time because I've been teaching forever. Yeah, so the way he explains, like they love Karen. Like he knows what quote comes after what he's that, and he's really good with kids. I always liked his uh, his combo too. Like he he, he goes down body One. shop, you know, and then yeah. and then he fakes the body shot and comes up, come up with the comes hook. upstairs and yeah, left with the left hook. hook. <laughs> Bro, when we're, sparring, when we're sparring, like. We spar every probably every other day when we're fighting. You know, yeah, he still day, does it. He still does it. And it still gets you, huh? <laughs> my chin. I go home. We both go home with Left my hook. chin. Like yeah, I was like try to wrap my chin because I'm gonna. I know I'm. I'm not gonna eat nothing until like two days. I have to spill water or something. <laughs> um. Um. So like, what's what's your favorite? What's your favorite submission? The guillotine. Guillotine. Oh, okay. You're not gonna get out of his guillotine. Nobody. I think I think I think I think you I think I think that was probably because of you probably. <laughs> 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 I don't remember. Uh, I always think of like no. That I don't was know after. Why. That was after. Back then it was more leg locks. But yeah. Okay. 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 I grew into the guillotine. And became, okay. Became one of my favorite moves and. Cool. Cool. Just enjoyed locking down on Max and just nice. Back and back and so nice. I mean, uh, with joints, you know very well. I mean, sometimes people just turn. They and don't tap, yeah. Don't tap, and you just keep turning and, and turning, and people don't choke. Tap, you go choke, to sleep, yeah. Sleep, yeah. yeah. So. His last fight, he choked the. Uh, it was last or the one before. I I, I don't even remember what I did yesterday. That long. <laughs> so many fights, huh? <laughs> so many fights. <laughs> Everything is blurry, man. Like like it's crazy. Like uh, man. You know, Nam fans are friend, right? Course, he's an yeah. ultimate Nam, fighter. He always, Nam, you always Nam. blame him for the ultimate fighter for hurting your ribs. You know, Nam, uh, Pam, the Kazam. Yeah, but man, have you, have you, like, because I think about grappling and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. but have you seen his videos, man? Of the fights? No, just him talking. Oh no! Of being like, uh, kind of like punchy. Oh, I'll watch. No, uh, and uh, he he posts some like him talking on on Facebook. You know. Uh huh. I think. 
Oh, the other day I, I had a guy. So speaking of that, so I had a yeah, guy, you know, like the like you know, like guys that like the yeah, people take people take trauma and they don't realize. That you know, a lot of our friends, right? Like guys that f start fighting, they fight, they fight, they fight and they and they fight for a while, and they you know they take a lot of punishment, and they you know they're they're not they're not talking the same, right? They're not yeah, acting the same. I haven't paid attention yeah. to that. Now when you say I'm I'm trying yeah, to look uh, I never pay attention like. So so the other day speaking of that so uh at the gym and if one of my students came in as a pro fighter too and mm. came in with another guy happens to be a boxer we're gonna get some work in this and that and like fine that's fine look you know work and he's like he told me cart just don't get surprised if you're gonna have to meet him four times I'm like what do you mean so like uh you, he'll he'll probably forget you'll probably have to introduce yourself four times mm. like are you serious like he's like yeah he knows me for two years and he still forgets that he knows me like are you serious like these guys take too much trauma i feel like with with jujitsu people and mma people we don't take that much trauma to our heads we're in boxing i feel like every other day you might get pounded on your head a little bit and it take does yeah. take a toll i mean i remember when i first because i was trying to catch up with my striking and stuff and i was sparring a lot that i didn't know and i felt myself getting like I wasn't the same, you know. You know when you spar a lot, and you're not the now. same. You know, you're not now, thinking now. the same. You're not talking the same. You're like, you know, even your personality kind of changes. You get kind of more, a little more aggressive, grouchy, yeah. and yeah, grouchy. No, it's like uh, now the, I, I try not to spar, but if I do light sparring, Sp with my guys, smart, yeah, yeah, I yeah. spar smart. But even even the lightest touch, the following day, my head's blowing up. Yeah. And, we're sent, and back in the day, when nobody was sent, yeah, nobody was, nobody, yeah. we weren't thinking about that. You just, just trying to get hit. Like, yeah, you think Toughen it's up, become yeah. stronger, you right, know, but right. in the long run, it's going to make you. Yeah, you know, because I've been like the last few years, I've been studying a lot of like, a, you know, neuroscience and brain things, you know. So it's just like, it's crazy, you know, when you really, when you break it, break it down, right? And then we're fighting and we're cutting weight. Cutting weight. And then your, your brain's dehydrated on top of that, right? Bouncing right in the Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of drama. I mean, people don't realize that they got to take care of themselves. I, I, uh, it's, it's, people think it's like a sprint. You do it one day and then boom. No, this is a long-term thing. And then this will catch up to you. Or before, I would have pain and it would go, go right. away the next day. Now right. it's like for the last two years, my left knee's been killing me. Pain. Mm. So, and, and I'm still, I mean, I'm okay. I'm still okay. I'm able to still function, but people have to take care of themselves. And this all happened when I was young, mm. fighting, being careless, not taking care of injuries. So it's not the right approach. You know? Do you have any regrets? Like, you have some, do you wish there's something that you would have, you would have done different or you could have done better? I, I, uh, there's, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things I wish I would have done differently. Um, um, I think it would have uh, probably changed how my fighting career would have gone mm. and how long it would have been. But I, I, I try not to look back because, I mean. No regrets, right? No regrets. It is what it is, I right? Mean, because. But what, what is that? Well, uh, the things that I just, I just, I, I, I wish I would have been more active in getting around a little bit more. You like know, cross, cross training cross and stuff. Cross training more. Mm. Rather than not cross training, I remember training. that. Yeah, yeah. So, people, you, if you, you guys for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we've 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 pretty much stuck to the tribe and we yeah. left the tribe. And yeah, which is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Right. It's, but it's always good to cross train so that you see what these guys are doing too. And 
how much they've progressed and what you need to work on. So yeah. that's the only thing I probably would have changed a little bit. But no, I'm honestly, everything that's happened has happened for a reason uh, and has brought us over here. So I'm, I'm thankful. And yeah, no regrets. And no regrets, yeah. So yeah. Nice. It's going to be good. Uh, and no, look, uh, I mean, just through martial arts, we've, we've all met each other. We've yeah. all been friends. And he's played a big role in my life. So have you. Uh, and I've... I've, you know, I've I've called you many times and I've bugged you about stuff and asked you about stuff and I thank you for. We're always here know, for yeah, each other, yeah, right? So of course, uh, we, all this community, like the BJJ, all yeah. we always be supporting uh, each other. So you've been super supportive too, with everything, and uh, you've been a good friend for the last. Well, it's been a long time. Yeah, I would say yeah, fifteen years for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I was it's crazy. So it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's it's been a fun journey, and uh, I, I'm excited. I hope nothing crazy happens anymore. Yeah. People come to their senses. One day at a time, we'll, we'll be okay. As long as we have each other, right? Of course. Well, our our relationships. I'll say jungle. I see you every chicken day. Pesto is, uh, the chicken pesto, <laughs> is, he's going to yeah. just keep getting like bigger leaner and, uh. and bigger muscles. <laughs> Do you have any regrets, Savak? Like, uh, there are things that you could have taken back? There's the things, yeah, I, I couldn't, you know, change. Like, uh, like Garden says, well, you know, the fighting career will be different, mm. you know. There's a couple of things, like, but, like, all this time, you know, it's, I'm okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I have my... And you have amazing, like, a family, like, kids, oh, my I God. My kids, I have things going on, you mm -hmm. know, running business, you know. Thank God, you know I'm I'm Jim helping yeah. Karen. It's been like it's been like you said we've been together so long. It's like my best friend. You know what I mean? There's a, like always supporting each other. Whatever he needs, say, I need you here right now. We don't do this. I was like, Karen, please come here. We have to go finish this. Whatever yeah. you know, it's like uh, it's perfect, man. And I'm I'm okay. What are, What this. are some things that you uh, maybe could have felt maybe I it could have done better and it could have helped me? Uh, there's the things like I said I couldn't change. You know. It will be different, but it's it's already it's it's in it's in my mind. The other one, you know what I mean. Just step tight, tight. I'll I'll tell you my things, and if you ask uh, me, just a couple of things. Like I said, if like career fighting career, yeah. is Like let's say, I couldn't like I broke my rib. Let's right, say right. You don't want to be ex make excuses or blame. Yeah. Like uh, take no, take the power of somebody away. Yeah. I couldn't like I said. Let's say I can say if, that for you. If I, I say I could, I don't want to want to fight. You know, right. they're gonna send me home. Oh, but if I say I don't want to fight, they can say, oh, he's a. No, he's not made enough to fight. I was like, right, it's right. Armenian mentality. Right, I right. don't care. I'll get out there. I'll fight with broken rib. I lose the fight, you mm. know. But let's say if I didn't fight, they're gonna give me another chance to. You don't know how it's gonna roll. It's gonna. And because you fought, out. you fought with the hurt rib, yeah. I, you fought I, with I the drink, hurt rib. I drink ibuprofen. I fight John yeah, yeah. Brookings, and he yeah, won yeah. the whole whole tournament. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, if I couldn't, I could have, I could have, no, I could have said that for you. You know, we blame you blame that fam because he he hurt your rib in the training, and it's like man, because my you're my rib because of that. You you messed up my dream. I'm never gonna blame anybody. No, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love this. I've never been this those kind of pain in my life. Yeah, yeah. I was so. If you're not. I was grabbing uh, like um, because in the house you don't you don't have to talk about they don't want to you don't want to sure. positive Course. find out I'll just right. go like in pain right. I pop you know drink my pills so my pain doesn't uh, like go away you know um, I drink like a thousand grams oh, I be profane so I can't fight Jared the Brickens it was just like you know 
It's, I don't know, man. It's, it's you know when you, you talk about all these things like oh coulda woulda shoulda, but shoulda shoulda. Man, we're living we're living the we're living the dream, it's, huh? It's, it's we're living world, the dream. You know, you just we're all hanging out, talking about like uh, good memories and like part of the good is the bad, right? Because overcoming and what is done for ourselves and giving us balance and character, as long as and that's what know. we really that's what we're really giving back, right? When course, we, we talk about it, as long as you know. Everybody's healthy, yeah. you know, living a good life. You know, everything is per. Um, it's fine. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm okay with everything. You know. Yeah. You just don't. You just have to flow. You just have to roll with the flow. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for your friendships. Thank you, brother. Both you guys. We've had some man. good times. Awesome talk. Yeah, man. Just a little bit. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having us. The what's it? How can people find the the KDMMA? The Instagram. Yeah, they, they could find us KDMMA.com. On Instagram, KDMA, they can find me on Instagram too, Facebook. Uh, so, uh, and Sevak, what's your what's your Instagram? Silverback. Sevak the Silverback. Sevak <laughs> at Sevak. Sel- Sevak. Silverback. Silverback. You know, I was I was I'd always tell you in the past if I had another son, I was gonna call him Sevak. Well, it's Sevan right now. It's Sevan, yeah. Just the last letter we have to change with the K. No, no, he's already <laughs> Sevan, but like if I, I was hoping that but we had twin girls, you know. So it's all good. It's all good. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, brother. Thank, thank you. Thank you. For love you. Love you guys. Love, love you guys. Likewise, always cheering for you guys. Always you, your brother. fans. I catch you, man. Thank you. Same way, man. Same thank you, way. man. Thank you for having us, Alberto John. Thank you. Thank you, uh, John. So well, John. We just uh, honestly, uh, we just. Uh, I personally want everybody to be good, man. Like. Uh, I have, I have friends. I have friends of all walks in life. You know, I, I've I've been very political lately, but I, I kind of backed off. Uh, I felt like I'm offending some of my friends yeah, yeah. at the same time. So we're a team human, huh? We're a team. You know, human. Yeah, I want. I think. I think team humanity. Day, yeah, I think at the end of the day, we're all we're all equal. We're all the yeah, same. We're all in this together. And we should we should learn how to respect and help each other rather than put each other down and divide each other. So. That's it. Yeah, and just live a healthy lifestyle. You know, if That's the it. healthier you are, the the more likely you are to fight any virus that comes That's across it. your path, you know. So, That's it. Uh, so I'm glad that you took the initiative too, and I, I called you about this too. Mm-hmm. And I think I think everybody should, you know, put their foot down. I mean, and keep pushing forward. We shouldn't we shouldn't be locked down in our homes, waiting for a slow death to come get us. You yeah. know. So Let's make it. the world a better place. That's it. Thank you for having us, brother. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.